You're listening to The Big Shiny Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Nick. This is Lucas. This is John. This is Tom. This is Tyson. And you're listening to The Big Shiny Podcast. But like, even a second Yeah, thought, a second thought. Like, oh, well, we're podcasting. Sun's up. Christmas. Hey, Tom. Hi. Is this the boner episode where we can talk about our boners? Cialis. Is this every episode? (laughs) I jerk off a lot, so I don't have a boner very often. (laughs) After this episode. (laughs) It's like, don't ruin my material. Uh, I wish someone brought a Ninja Turtles figure to talk about. So I brought this cool toy, and I figured this could be an opportunity, because I think we all got something geeky and cool for the holiday, so each of us could talk about something cool we got. Um, But I'll kick it off with this, which I didn't get for the holiday. I'll think of something else. (laughs) (laughs) He's double lucky. He got a cool present and this giant fucking turtle. Look at this Ninja Turtle. So this is a NECA. It's a, I don't even know what fucking scale this is, because he's, I think, 18 inches. He's amazing. This is Donatello. It is awesome. He this pose over here on the box me. is real weird. This this pose right here, I feel real awkward about. This one's better. That's like... That one's a lot better. Go ninja, go ninja, go, just finish, and he's doing the cool... <laughs> the big ninja. Ninja. Well, I think he's talking this, about this, this one. On this one looks like like he's doing the Macarena, maybe? But he does that pose in the movie, though. Like That's like yeah. young Mick Jagger. Hold on, hold on. So the... let's take it a step back. Lucas, describe what It's fucking heavy. It's heavy. It's a lot of plastic. It's a... Uh, I don't know. What is this? Like 18 inches, 30 points of articulation. It's 16 and a half inches. 30 points of articulation. Look at this, this guy adding a couple inches. Boom, right on the back. Uh, yeah. And nobody explain what inches are to Danielle, please. <laughs> so they're doing these uh, one every two or three months, which is smart because they're kind of expensive. This guy's $100. That's not bad. It's That's really, actually a for lot cheaper what that than is. I saw, yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I was expecting like 250 That's a steal, dude. And he comes with well, a slice of pizza? You and I know that, but anybody else when I say I paid $100 for a Ninja Turtle action figure, because that's what this is. It's a big plastic look at, look action at him. figure. I can see the like, scaly skin on his yeah, nose. It's nuts. He's, a, He's like, got really cool texture, and the yeah. shading on it is really well done. Real cloth, Did you want to look at this cluster? Yes, real you could tuck uh, that motherfucker in, man. Oh, it's heavy. This is going to go... Ooh, so, ooh. so far, they have Donatello and... They have Raphael up for pre-order. They haven't shown the other two. I don't believe. Um, I've. I'm stoked. But these are all based on the live-action film by Nickelodeon, right? It wasn't Nickelodeon. Well, but I guess they own the licensing is where that comes from. Yeah, Nickelodeon owns Ninja Turtles now. It was Mirage at the time, and it was one of the biggest independent films because Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman wanted to make a movie, and the guys running the cartoon said, "Dude, we've made a cartoon to sell toys. The toys are selling. We're not doing a movie. There's no money in that." So they said, fine, we'll finance it. And then it was huge. Yeah. Um, it's actually like, if you account for inflation, I want to say it's in the top five of biggest indep- independent movies ever Still. Made. Oh, yeah. wow. Like, it, accounting for inflation. Like, Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze is one of the only movies my dad ever took me to. I, remember, then, I had a birthday first... party at it. And so that's the first one I remember. That was the only movie I went to with my dad. even as a kid, I recognized that they never used their fucking weapons and it pissed me off. But the first one they did and they cursed a lot yep. and Shredder right. got crushed to death. Uh, by Where? the way, I now know the supervising producer of the cartoon. 
Really? Yeah. You should introduce me. I'd love to talk to him. He volunteered to be on this piece of shit. Let's bring shit. him in. Can I? Because I would ask him so many questions. I love that cartoon. Let's Zen cast him onto our piece of shit. Let's do it. Let's get he's him. He's got a better setup than we do. Probably. Um, he's, he's in LA. Well, let's go to LA then. I'm going to be in LA. I'll go talk to him. Makes two of us. Yeah. When are you going to LA? February 4th. What for? Uh, oh, for? Yeah, SolidWorks World. Mm, are you going to SWW? Hey, motherfuckers. We're not talking about work. I'm Tysoning you. You don't Tyson me. I Tyson me. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm just looking at this action figure. So that toy is super cool. I highly recommend it for anybody that wants to blow $100 on a Ninja Turtle or $400 on Ninja Turtles because that's going to add up. I'm going to need some space. So I, I got to think about something. I got a couple of really cool things, but I want to pick one. Nick, did you get any cool nerdy stuff for the holiday that you would like to disclose? Um, we talked about the only thing that I bought for myself last time i bought a um electronics dealy it's a dac and a preamp and an amp see i thought you were gonna talk your, about your visectomy that's okay no we talked about that last time too yeah and you everything's still it's okay you good you got two balls have you had your first drain it's uh how many I've, weeks couple of fuck your first it's drain six is to that eight. what you said a picture is it's... like when you tap a tree for maple syrup <laughs> <laughs> no uh you gotta get a boner and then they're like <laughs> I've got to have uh, I've got to have at minimum twenty cums, and then I get to take them a little cup of cum. But they said six to eight weeks is how long you're supposed to so wait. So it's a cup of twenty cums. No, you're you're not saving the cums. You just have twenty cums like, first. Sir, you need to orgasm a, twenty I... times in the next six to eight weeks and save one of them. And you're like next week because oh, we'll take care of that real quick. Pick your best. Pick <laughs> your best. He keeps dumping it out. No, nah, that one wasn't good enough. Better. I can you do better. Scale. I can like do better. On. Like this one, not nearly. We've actually got I a bunch of different. Keep them all. This one's clumpy. I was gonna ask, like, make a joke. About I've got a shelf of different ones, and I'm they're different. You know, like this one was done during this type of day. This one was watching this kind of porn. I'm seeing which one is best. <laughs> science, really. Like, you know that yogurt he gave you earlier, Tyson. Oh. Had to get a new label maker. <laughs> so that was your nerdy Christmas thing, Tyson. What's yours? Uh, I got lots of great stuff. My wife's really good at Christmasing me. So, um, I'd say my favorite though is like those uh, Ninja Turtle figures that I got. Uh, what's the name of the company? Tom? Uh, noble gentlemen, loyal subjects. Loyal, loyal subjects. subjects. Noble <laughs> gentlemen. Hey man, I got there. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> That's like the opposite of our podcast. To so, the noble gentlemen. <laughs> at uh, Comic Con last year, she bought the four pack of loyal subjects uh, TMNT figures. They're the uh, old school ones, so they're all black and white except for their. Uh, bandanas i guess whatever right. you want to call them those are all red um but they're battle damaged so they've got like scrapes and scars and stuff all over them uh with their weapons uh she bought that and held on to it all the way through christmas and gave that to me so i'm super excited about those um she also got me kind of like a cool like bar sign um that's the comic book pow oh know, cool with, like the and, but it's got bar lights all around it to put up in the bar downstairs once that's finished so mm. Lots of awesome stuff, but those Ninja Turtles, I was super, super stoked on. So she also got me a rad Lego calendar, which I'm pretty sure Quinn has the same one because every time he announced what crazy weird holiday it is every day, like Rubber Ducky Day and stuff, it's on the Lego calendar. So I think he's got the same one. Oh, you found the secret. But that being said, it's it's actually a calendar from a local guy. Oh, yeah. um, who has like all these Legos and he takes them out to like Moab and stuff and does photography with them oh, that's a good out idea. around Utah 
And so there's like, you know, four by fours like trekking across the Utah desert and stuff, but they're Legos. And it's, I saw it's those. really cool. Because I think his stuff was in an art show down in Moab. Yeah. And then he's also done like just some other nerdier Lego stuff. Like she got me a print, I believe it's a Star Wars one that he did, um, of 3PO and R2 across the desert. You know, obviously still in Utah, but sure. So it's it's really cool. It's a really awesome calendar. I got it hanging up at work. So that sounds super cool. Tom, what'd you get for Christmas? That was awesome. Uh, so my wife got me a Kotobukiya Sakura statue from Street Fighter Four. Oh, uh, and it's her doing a show weekend. It's pretty sweet. And she was going to get me the Abuki statue, but that doesn't come out until May thirty first. So I will be pre ordering it promptly after our show ends. <laughs> Cool, so man. pretty sweet. Got her doing a little motion. She's on her. I like the Kotobukiya statues because they're still expensive enough. That they're like a good build, but they're not like a hot toys price. You know, this one I think is like a seventy, eighty dollar statue. It's a gateway statue. Yeah, and it's got really like the details really solid, and it looks really good on display. So yeah, John and I have a few of those waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. That's mainly all I do now. Um, I've broken many statues, and Kotobukiya like makes me feel safe because they are so hard to break. I need like, to harass you about that, Lucas. Yeah. I broke one of my uh, kid robots; one of the arms broke off. Zappa Gap is your best bet. I can help you with it, but that's see? it. Won't eat the plastic. Did you guys see the kid robot Wonder Woman that just launched? By the way, yes. Where like half of her face is a skeleton. Yep. Ordered that yesterday. Fuck you. Um. So, any cool stuff you got? Holiday well, gifts. So I got a bunch price? of Amazon gift cards. Nice. I had a weird that? cherry coke thing there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, can you tell us what you got for every day of Hanukkah? Um, nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. Oh, that reminds me. Okay, that's what I got for Christmas and no, Hanukkah. So I got these gift cards, which I completed my Kotobukiya, uh Batman family statues. I got the Damian Wayne and the actual Batman itself, which I'm pretty stoked about. And then. I bought myself that Black Science statue. Oh, I saw that. I was, was so fucking jealous. So cool, man. That's cool. It is um, a, this gorgeous statue. It's what, 150 The statue? Yeah, the Black yeah, Science one. Yeah, 150 500 made, and just having an image product, which they haven't really been putting out lately, I was yeah. super stoked about, especially Black Science, which is fucking great. arguably my favorite image comic. I'm like eight issues behind. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's just godlike. so good. Yeah. I mean, anyways, uh, your Lego store, you reminded me of something. Just before Christmas, I went with a newer friend um, to Fashion Place Mall. Mm-hmm. Does this friend have a vagina? No, no, just like <laughs> just a new friend. You know, didn't know me prior to moving to Utah. And I was explaining, he started talking, we passed the Lego store and we didn't walk in. Mistake. And he's like, do you like Legos? And I told him this story uh, when I was very heavy into Oxycontin. I uh, bought like a Batcave Lego thing set and built it. And then like it wasn't enough. And I went to my parents' house and got all my Legos from when I was a kid <laughs> and like proceeded to build all of Wayne Manor. <laughs> and this just like occupied my life for like two and a half months. And then I had to move and I just like dumped it in the trash because, you know, drugs. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know drugs. And then on the way out, after I'd finished telling them this story, we walk into the Lego store and they put out the Batman 66 yep. Batcave. And yep. it is like incredible. Yeah. So I'm staring at it. 300 bucks. 300 bucks. I'm like, I think I'm going to, like, I just got my holiday bonus. I, I think I have to get this. And 
I felt so stupid because I just told this whole story about how I threw it away and didn't care. And then I'm about to spend $300. But the employee comes up and he's like, oh, I see you're looking at the back cave. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I watched the show as a kid, like every day. He's yeah. like, yeah, they got everything. Well, you know, they got the back copter, Catwoman. And I'm just like, that was my first boner. <laughs> and he goes, well, I'm used to talking to kids, but okay, if that's what I'm <laughs> That's my story. I didn't buy the Batcave. <laughs> you should. I mean, I I'm tempted by it, and I don't even really care for that. Yeah, the 66 so series. Sweet, There's like, so much going my on time. There. Yeah, but you've got the Batcopter, the Batmobile, the Batcycle, like everything. Every main for, character. Yeah. Everything. This, yeah. It, it's the Joker cool. figure even has like the little bit of a, like the wispy yeah. mustache covered up by the makeup. It's so, awesome. Yeah, that's. that's so for Christmas, I have two things. Uh, something John gave me. And then uh, for Danielle uh, spoiled me. I was very surprised and shocked. Uh, she got me the Boba Fett hot toy, Ooh. but she found the deluxe one with the Sarlacc pit. Holy what? shit! I know, right? I jizzed all over the inside of my pants. This explains why he was defending Star Wars. So I, have <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was defending it that much. Well, maybe. Um, and then what John got me uh, was also this, jizzy was I also just it was on Christmas Eve. Little text message from a friend John. It's and it says, uh, it's that time of year again where I get the opportunity to wish my favorite Gentile a Merry Christmas. I'll be doing what I do every year, going to a hospital tomorrow, picking out a newborn, and planning its murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I murder babies, it's because I'm Jewish and it's born on the twenty fifth and I'm gonna kill it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it makes sense. Yeah, so I then he's, he goes to say, As you spend tonight and tomorrow with your family, let me offer you an old a piece of Jewish wisdom, which goes like this. Blame it on the Romans. <laughs> Merry Christmas, brother. I'm a little uh, upset. I didn't get a text sorry, message. This is, no, this is a very this personal thing. Back, yeah. and, I, and I told him to name it after me, whatever the kid was. So, Can I? Oh, did you? Yeah. Luke? Yeah, it's yeah. biblical. Yeah. Luke, Lucas Christ? Yep. Well, let's not get crazy. Lucas <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I got like the ring of that. So, going back to Christmas text messages, I shot uh, Patrick from Through Being Cool a uh, Merry Christmas text at like. I don't know, 11 o'clock at night after watching Die Hard. And I'm pretty sure I got, like, sassy Patrick back. Like, either that or he was, like, higher drunk. Maybe I, both. I, I text him on Christmas Eve real high, so. Maybe that's what it was, because he was like, what did he say? He was like, oh, thanks. You and your wife are the best. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Who is this? Yeah, he wished Tyson and I Merry Christmas. I sat yeah. very nice. bullshitted with him about 90s. We're, I sat at my friend's house and watched 90s music videos on Christmas Eve. It's a real good time. Good and I was just, just talking to Pat about it because I was like, oh, fuck, we're going to watch corn and you probably got a boner over this video. <laughs> so uh, thanks for the Christmas sass, Pat. All right. Uh, comics, man. Like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about boners. I just want to move the fuck on <laughs> past that shit. Wait, we have to do a thing for comics, right? Yeah, I want to talk comics. Is this... Is that... No, we, we'll get there. So Civil War 2. Let's talk about that butthole of the comic series that cost me way too much money. These are like 5 or $6 it finally, each. It finally concluded? Not really. Oh, God. What kind of conclusion was that? I mean, let me just preface this by saying I stopped caring. Like three, I have a box full of Civil War books that I'm just never going to read. Like, We'll never go back to them. I had yeah. zero interest in this series. College tuition for at least a quarter yeah it was so stupid but because we've talked about it so much i felt the need to finish it so i read seven and eight today oh really yeah that's i didn't know you read them today 
Yeah, uh, I couldn't bring myself to read them. I despise them. I just so what happened? Sum it up. I mean, nothing happened. To be quite honest with you, it felt like nothing happened. I mean, Carol it, Danvers. It was set up to the Spider-Man. Miles Morales was maybe going to kill Cap. It was the last vision, right? And so he goes to the Capitol, Washington, D.C. Which where is Cap, where it's supposed to happen. Cap Miles meets Morales him there. Miles is waiting. Cap shows up. They're having a friendly chat. He's but like, like this yeah, is I'm weird. not going to kill you. Yeah, this is pretty weird. We're just two guys yeah. hanging out. And then... I don't remember who shows up first. Carol Danvers shows up to try to grab Miles Morales. Tells him he's under arrest. There's a force field. And she's like, Stark, I know you're here. Come out. And he's like, I'm not hiding. He's got this giant like Hulkbuster war machine suit. Right, right. And they go at it. That's So that's the end of issue seven is the force field. And then issue eight is just them fighting the whole thing. What are they fi- fucking fighting about? Well, and then there's more to it than that. Please. Ulysses has a vision where he goes to old man Logan's world. Mm-hmm. And that kind of right there, I was like, God damn it, Marvel, you fucking. I mean, we knew this the whole time. It's an alternate reality because all of X-Men since Secret Wars has been old man Logan is not from the 616 universe. He is from an alternate universe. So the fact that Ulysses is even there means this isn't real. And so I was like, fucking A. And then it plays out. I don't really get it. He's like, he becomes a watcher. Like, she knocks Stark so hard that he flies out of the armor and is now in, like, a coma. Yeah. Well, and he's not even in a coma, but because the Beast is doing these experiments and Stark's not dead, but he they say that uh, he's been Tony's been doing experiments on himself and they're not sure what's happened to him and or his consciousness. We know that because Riri, as we discussed last time, uh, his, he has removed his consciousness from his body, and mm-hmm. it is now in Riri's armor. That's that's what's going on. Is that what's happening? Oh, because yeah. I haven't read any of those. Yeah, so he has <sighs> uploaded himself into a cloud. So his body is there, and to the they're kind of functioning it. But and Beast is babysitting it. Yeah, and then Ulysses like becomes a watcher, was what I took away from that. He transcends whatever the Earth plane is. It looked is. like a Nuwatu-type figure that he was talking to. So I don't know that stuff as much as you do. I, it was fucking I convoluted. flipped the page, and I It wasn't said, even convoluted. It was just nothing happened. It was and they're so like, this stupid. guy went here, and this guy went here. And now Carol Danvers, the president's like, yeah. offering to suck her dick Which and give her whatever what she wants. was happening at the beginning of Civil War. So... Yeah. Nothing happened. It was and the reason she got that happened. promotion is because Rhodey's dead, because she yeah. essentially killed him. Yep. That's it one was... way to get a promotion. In her defense, Rhodey yeah. was kind of a son of a bitch. Dude. What the fuck, Rebecca? What is going on in this book? Yeah. Rebecca's dead. She yeah. Well, yeah, Rebecca's dead. Tom, open this beer. You can't talk to ghosts. Whoa. So Civil War was a pretty big meh. I read the first issue of Venom. I was hoping it would be cool, but it's not. It's not even uh, Flash. It's some no-name dude. It's just like some mafia guy. And the symbiote, I don't know how it's left Flash, but I'm behind on those books. But now it is bonded with this dude. I don't know. It yeah, doesn't look I like it's going to be I great. Read Venom. What about this Doctor Strange and Punisher? Oh, man. How does, is that, Be- how, is that how Becky Clunan? Man, if only... If only there was a way to sum this book up. I'm going to turn down your guys' headphones. <laughs> If I were to sum up this book, this is this is how I would do it. You just turned me all the way down. Yes, I did. Why? You're you're welcome. I don't understand what's happening. You need a little sound. Oh. 
Frank Castle is a murderous scumbag leaving dead bodies all over the streets. <laughs> Stephen Strange, former Sorcerer Supreme, is a little down on his luck. These two different people are going to come together and maybe learn a little something from each other. Marvel presents The Odd Couple, starring Walter Matthau as Frank Castle and Jack Lemmon as Stephen Strange. <laughs> That's it. So that's the book? That's, Does that, yeah, that was the Odd Couple theme song. <laughs> I knew what it was. That's how I would describe the book. It is, is I it, need some sound. If we could. Is it any good? Is It, it sounds it's, very uh, weird. It's super weird. I mean, it is actually pretty good. It's pretty funny. Basically, they're continuing Stephen Strange's storyline, which has been going on the whole year, where magic is gone in the Marvel Universe. There's, like, artifacts, but spells themselves no longer work. So the Punisher winds up in a supernatural situation and goes to the Sanctum Supreme. Sanctum Yes. I thought Santorum was uh, that nasty shit. Nobody? Rick Santorum? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the butt stuff. Um, <laughs> looking for the Sorcerer Supreme to help him out with this issue. However, Stephen Strange has a magic axe, and that is about it. Um, they go out, Frank Castle not impressed at all with Stephen Strange, but everyone they're facing is deathly afraid of Stephen Strange because they have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's your classic team-up book, like nothing major, but it's really funny for some reason. I don't know, I find these little bits of humor, like Stephen Strange brings a wand for Frank Castle to use against demons because he's just shooting them and it's not doing anything. <laughs> And Castle, like, tries casting a spell and nothing <laughs> happens. He just kind of looks at him like, what the fuck? And just breaks it in half and stabs the demons with each half of the... And he just starts <laughs> murdering people with the wand. That actually <laughs> sounds awesome. Yeah, it's pretty nice. That sounds incredible. Yeah. yeah, so there's only two issues so far. Um, they've been doing this with the Punisher. They had a Punisher Daredevil, which was four issues... It was just Daredevil trying to get a criminal on a plane that Punisher is trying to kill before he gets extradited, and this is the next chapter in these Punisher team-up books. I think it'll be good. The nice. Daredevil one sounds cool. So, that was an excellent book. I mean, it's it very 310 to Yuma. Just, yeah, I mean, just a really bloody, brutal, shoot 'em up kind of book. Um, yeah. I want to hear about Justice League and Power Rangers. Okay, so... Is it as shit as I imagine? Because I love both those properties, Here's but it my just seems thing. like shit. I picked this up because I told Lucas, I was like, I'm going to expand once a week. I'm going to buy something I would not normally buy. And although I do read Justice League, I don't care about the Power Rangers. I feel like when it aired, it when I was like 12, 13, like it didn't do it for me. It was the same thing every episode. It was really cheap. It, Right, they it's all old Japanese footage. Yeah, I just wasn't into it. So I grabbed this book because the movie's coming out, and I was like, maybe this is, I just didn't give it a chance as a kid. This is something I'd actually really like. In theory, I do really like it, but this book brought nothing to the table whatsoever. Like, it is your... First off, it opens, like, showing the ending, and then backtracking, which in movies, books, whatever, I think Ugh. is like the laziest form of writing you can possibly do. I love, so just to, to side note that, the part in Rick and Morty 
where Morty has to, during oh yeah during the purge, the purge when he has to like talk to the guy about it like I think stories should start at the beginning yeah I should I think stories story should start where they start like, not... like that's I I completely agree with that um and then yeah they just get you know the Power Rangers get zapped into the DC universe somehow and they all start fighting that's it yeah I don't really get it it. I don't understand. I guess what it comes down to, I don't understand the Power Rangers. Like, the pink ranger, or excuse me, the blue black ranger is like beating up Batman. How how does that happen? Yo, like, brother. They're power suits. Are they? Like, I don't know what yeah. the Power Rangers are. I don't really get it. I don't. Someone explain to they me have what these, happens. They have these power more. coins. They're gods for their own planets. They're like Mormons that have transcended. That's that's not it. Oh, okay. I wouldn't believe that. I have no idea. I don't know what's going with that. African Americans aren't allowed to be Mormons. It's somewhat of a racist. I mean, you Power Ranger. Well, the first iteration definitely was because the Black Power Ranger was black. Yep. The yellow one was Asian. The pink one was a girl. Saber Tiger. (laughs) (laughs) Episode Mastodon. Well, That's I, not know appropriate. It, I know what the episode name is. That's not appropriate. Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's my white guy. I can't do it. Pterodactyl. Your nerdy white guy. That'd be the blue one. I don't remember the what he was. The gay white guy, actually. Waven. Oh. Well, the, the Jewish gay white guy. This is the Blue Ranger. <laughs> Matzo ball. <laughs> yeah, so that's the Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, I just summed I mean, it up. It doesn't matter. I, it just didn't make sense. We like they're in this different universe. At the very end, the Flash is like he's talking to the Watchtower, and Cyborg's like, "Where's Batman?" Flash is like, "Uh, well, he got in his car, and then a giant pink robotic dinosaur picked it up with its mouth and flew away." See, I don't like and these. I, was like, I don't like these other world the crossovers. How did dinosaur even get there? Like they the Zords, but like. They can summon they got the Zord. sucked into the other dimension. They can dimension. summon the Zords wherever they're at, John. Don't oh be a fucking God. dick. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Fuck Power Rangers. I don't like these other world crossovers oh, when they do this so shit. Lame, what was the other one they did with shit. Justice League recently? I don't like him with Marvel or DC. Uh, He-Man. I've dug. He-Man, Masters yeah. Masters of the Universe. Yeah. yeah. Didn't like, even read it. Yeah, yeah, it just seems... It's just... They don't match. Like, they. there's no... Is it selling that much comics that it's worth doing some shit like that? I don't know. All the covers were great. They did a variant for every color Power Ranger and a Justice League member, and they were all really good in their own ways. Is Aquaman Bang Billy? Yeah. So, see, here's the thing: as growing up with the po- growing up with the Power Rangers, <laughs> had a hunch, and the Justice League, <laughs> tried Growing up with the Power Rangers, does Billy have a Trident too? Yeah, Billy does. Touching Trident, touching tri-tips. They have they have fuck all to do with each other. They don't make se- it doesn't make sense to bring them together in a comic book. They're 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 so disparate properties. It doesn't make sense to try to mash them together. Yeah, this is. I, I get it. I get Ninja the money Turtles thing. and Batman was huge, and, and nobody thought it. That would was be. the thing. Yeah. Is like Star Trek Green Lantern was really well received. I like really. That. I didn't even know that. Oh, was people thing. said it was phenomenal. There's like, like X Files and Ninja Turtles but, but was the, good. But then again, you've got Green Lantern who's a space cop. Yeah, and you've got Star Trek out there in space. Like even on that like whimsical like light branch of 
you know, yeah, I could see how that would connect. Power Rangers and Justice League, Batman, doesn't... yeah, but Bruce Wayne's LDS, and they're like transcended Mormons. Where are you going you're, with all this Mormon you're shit? You're alienating our audience. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tom. Um, wait, am I, <laughs> am I our audience? I'm so confused. I don't care. You and I grew up Mormon, Tom. So it's for us. Uh, The big one for me, obviously, is Inhumans versus X-Men. So... Yeah, what's going on there? Is it awesome? It... Wait, I is... thought that said Avengers versus X-Men. No, Inhumans versus X-Men. That comic's like four years old. I didn't wasn't put very that. Good. Did I put that? You Someone must've... edited it because I had more to it than that. <laughs> yeah, Someone I, I edited it down to the my... titles. But... Anyways, it's Inhumans, not Avengers. Where okay. Go, Lucas? Um, God damn it. It's... <laughs> God damn it. There's been two issues so far. It's been building the whole year. Um, I've talked about this, but Terrigen Mist floating around in the world. There's two big clouds. Cyclops destroyed one of the clouds prior to being killed by the cloud itself. Um, There's one cloud left. Beast has been working with the Inhumans trying to find a cure. The cloud is about to dissipate, which will then engulf all of Earth in this mist in two weeks, making any chance of mutant survival not realistic. So it just goes after mutants? It kills mutants. The inhu, the thing that causes change in inhumans, kills mutants. Which is interesting because that's not something that they've. So Terrigen Mist is from. Well, I don't know if it was in the comics first, but it's something they've been covering heavily it was, in Shield. It's where inhumans come from. Yeah, last season of Shield, yeah. it was huge on the Terrigen Mist. Yeah. It was awesome. Like it was great. But they don't have the rights to mutants to even no, discuss so they the. Don't discuss yeah. It. <laughs> so it's just it's just Terrigen Mist, as far as Shield is concerned, makes inhumans. Yeah. Or people with the inhuman. Yeah. Gene, if they have the inhuman people gene. With the mutant gene it will give them mpox and they will die so so it'll kill anybody so essentially it kills anybody that doesn't have an inhuman gene because if you're just human the the transformation process kills you as well but that's is that just is that just tv you are a human in the marvel universe and you inhale a bunch of terrigen No, you just keep going with your day. Oh, okay. So it doesn't yeah. kill Go you. Go to work, okay. take a poop, hug your wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this just kills the mutants. What's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Lucas it's is people mute. like you, Lucas. Hitler. Holding. I know. That's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's upsetting. Anyway, so. Name me like six good mutants. <laughs> B6. Are you serious right now? Yeah. I mean, the obvious Wolverine. No, nah, he's not that great. What? Jean Grey? Okay, I'll give you her. Kitty Pride? No. Nope. Bobby Drake? Even worse. Oh, my God. I w- he's the gay one that didn't know he was gay me. until I'm not gonna the play past self this. had to come and tell him he was gay. Oh, wait, he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's gay. <laughs> so that's two. Let's forget it. Yeah, you can't hate him because he's gay. Like I know. Because so, then it's a so hate anyways, crime, so you have to like So name Bobby five Drake. other... Homosexual mutants. <laughs> North Star. Uh, North Star, yeah. Cyclops, or uh, Colossus was in the ultimate. Yeah, Col- and yeah. Uh, who? Angel, right? No. Angel straight. In He's... the ultimate one? In any of them, I think. Ultimate. Oh. Who, did Colossus, them... who did Colossus hook up with? I think it with? was Angel. I could have huh? sworn it yeah. like him and Angel in hooked ultimate? up in ultimates. All right, so that's five. Um, <laughs> so now this has gone from name seven good mutants to name seven homo mutants. Six, isn't, uh, six. and they're homosexuals. <laughs> isn't Callista leader of the Morlocks a lesbian? Who? Callista. So here, like, I can't fact check this. I don't know anything about mutants. I'm pretty sure. Anyways, um, so this Dead, book, Deadpool's pansexual. 
Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Fonts doing funny things. He's Googling gay so mutants. So the book I love. <laughs> the gay mutants. All right. Anyways. Fuck me, right? So, there, this cloud's going to engulf the Earth. Yeah. Which will kill so basically, Hank McCoy, Beast, comes to kind of the leaders of the different X-Men factions right now, which is Storm, Emma Frost, Magneto, Forge. Okay. And they're like, you have two weeks to live. We can either leave the planet, we can stay in limbo, or we can go take out this cloud, which means going to war with the Inhumans because we are then ending their existence. Because mm. this is the last of the Terrigen. Oh, yeah. And he's like, obviously, Magneto and Emma are going to vote to destroy it. Right. I'm against it. It's up to you, Forge and Storm. And Forge, of course, is like, let's do it. Like, let's kill it? Yeah, and Storm, who is usually level-headed, ends up electrocuting Beast, taking him off the field altogether, and is now leading the war. She is the new Cyclops. Goddamn. And it is awesome, because it shows... Within books, you have all these team books, and, like, Avengers, Alpha Flight, anything you read, no one is ever training. They're just like, we're great superheroes, and we're going to go out and do our thing, and the X-Men are constantly in the danger room. And within the first two issues of this book, if nothing else, they show that like these guys know how to execute a plan. I mean, they dismantled <laughs> the entire inhuman royal family and shut down New Adelan in... I mean, 22 pages. The course a, of like seven a... minutes within this universe. You know, it is. That's impressive. Really cool to see. That's they... a cool aspect that I've never really thought of. Because you're right. Like so many of the X-Men comics that I've ever read, whether it was in the Ultimate Universe or the 616 Universe, so many comics just start with two characters having a dialogue in the danger room or something. Like they're they're constantly training up. And so you're right. They they they're an army essentially that has been trained. And that's cool that they show that dismantling there. Yeah. So what happens? That's two issues now? It's two issues. So what the first those... issue is pretty much all the discussion about should we do this and then coming up with a plan for the big ones. Uh, Karnak, the inhuman who can see the weakness in anything, who is the most dangerous. Sure. And they pretty much, Jean Grey gets him in a mind loop where he is reliving. It's kind of like the Doctor and the Doctor Strange, where he is just having the same conversation with her over and over. And as soon as he's about to find the weakness, she restarts the whole thing, so he can't get there. And it keeps getting shorter and shorter because he keeps realizing quicker and quicker. But it keeps him occupied while the rest of the team is attacking. What about Black Bolt? That's the other one. Emma Frost goes so. I don't know how much you haven't been reading. So Black Bolt like runs a nightclub now. Okay. <laughs> which is like neutral ground for everyone in the oh, Marvel okay. universe. No one fucks with it because it's Black Bolt and he right. whispers one thing, you and cease to dead. exist. Yeah. yeah. So Emma Frost goes there to talk with them and basically is just like, You killed my husband. Um, I'm here to shut you down. And he starts talking and the nightclub singer that they just hired ends up being Dazzler in disguise, takes all that sound and just throws it back in Black Bolt's face. Oh, he pretty shit. much just knocks himself out of the battle completely. Um, and then the rest of the huh? team goes and attacks Medusa and what's left of the royal family. And it's pretty much how you would expect it to play out. They distract them and teleport them to limbo one by one. 
It's, it was very cool to read. That's cool. How yeah. many issues is that going to be? It is going to be a total of six issues over the next three months. So was that your favorite Marvel thing? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like everything else is just crap. There's been a bunch of tie All the X books will tie into it as well as the Inhumans books. Um, there's been two Uncanny, which is like Magneto's team so far. Mm. And those are more like depicting more of the battle. And then there's Extraordinary X-Men, which is Storm's team. And that's more of like, we know we need to do this, but let's weigh out the... the uh, ethical costs of what we're doing even gotcha. though we're moving forward with it so i don't know it's pretty well balanced so far so do you think this is gonna is this the end of the x-men stuff or is this because they've just announced more x-men books right yeah so this will lead into whatever the blue and gold teams end up being i don't know how exactly i don't know if this is the end of the inhumans it would seem weird considering marvel's making an inhumans tv show that the they're about to push real hard yeah to like an hour-long movie that you can see in theaters yeah hmm. so i'm not real sure but i'm super gay for x-men and so really excited that this is happening i'm very happy for you thanks That's... well what was the because especially because they just brought back uh oh what was it so Guardians of the Galaxy, they just relaunched Guardians of the Galaxy, which is in Marvel's the comic? step. Yeah. They've done it that three times well, now. So they're so grounded right now is what it is. It's Guardians of the Galaxy grounded. Their ship was blown up during Civil War II, and they are now stuck on Earth. Um, they just announced Bendis will be leaving Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, really? And he was the best part of that book. Yeah, he is now going to be promoting defenders which is the netflix defender daredevil electra just that's what it was that's what it was the new defender series because it was i read news about it and i was like oh of course there's the defender series coming out this year of course marvel's gonna start pushing that comic and it's like that's what they do with Bendis now they're like we got a movie or a tv show coming out let's have him write it and really pump it up because it'll be good we've talked about it before you know marvel promotes the shit out of it and relaunches a defenders title Whereas DC kills off fucking Bruce Wayne the year Batman Begins comes out. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's like, it seems ass backwards, you know? I love that run of Batman. Yeah. Dick Grayson Batman is my favorite Batman. Yeah? Yeah, Ooh, absolutely. You're going to get murdered for that. Somebody out what there. what it is, dude. I, I don't have anything to say about that. Yeah, that's that's all I got for comics. Yeah, it? I think that's wrapping us up for yep, Comics that's Collectibles. that's it. All right, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, check us out next week. It'll be our random episode, so you know it'll be good. Probably. This episode has been brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery, located at 94 East, Fort Union Boulevard in Midvale, Utah. Please make sure to like and rate us on iTunes. Be sure to check out our friends through being cool. We'll catch you guys next week.